Welcome to Transform with Dr. Maggie Yu, the show about how to become a pilot and not a passenger in your health and in your life. Hey guys, I am Dr. Maggie Yu, and I'm an integrative and then functional medicine MD, and I focus our practice in our online program on healing autoimmune disease naturally. And today we have a million dollar question here, which is for Christina, who's our guest we're interviewing today, is how does someone turn lupus for 30 years around in eight weeks? How does someone who the rheumatologist said there is no connection between your autoimmune disease and your gut turn this around in eight weeks? For now, what I'm going to do is I am going to welcome Christina Chen and I'm going to let her introduce herself to you, all of you. And she's brave enough to tell you guys what she's experienced over the past eight weeks after 30 years of dealing with lupus. Here you go, Christina. Let's introduce you. Thanks so much for having me. My name is Christina. I was first diagnosed with lupus. I actually wasn't diagnosed until I was 16, but I've been having symptoms since I was 12 years old. I went through several doctors, several different medications, was prescribed Plaquenil when I was 21 and felt like it had kind of gone in remission, felt like I was compensating. I was doing pretty well. Since going through this program, I realized there were some little symptoms along the way that things were not quite right. But I collected a few more diagnoses along the way. I, I was diagnosed with Sjogren's syndrome, but it was about almost three years ago that suddenly I started having trouble swallowing. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, it's just the Sjogren's syndrome. I need to chew my food better. Um, but then suddenly one day I just could not swallow anything thicker than water. Mm-hmm. I really, I just felt like something was stuck in my throat. I was on an all liquid diet for a period of time. And one healthcare provider said, your thyroid seems a little swollen. Let's go get an ultrasound done. The ultrasound came back, said I had cysts, but oh, that's normal. Everybody has those. I found out that's not normal. But mm-hmm. in the meantime, they said, you know, if you want, you can come back and have those rescreened in three months. So wait, I still can't eat. Yeah. What am I supposed to do? And so they sent me to an ENT who said, oh, you have reflux. And he sent me on to a gastroenterologist. And who said you have? said I had a Schottsky's ring and a hiatal hernia. Mm-hmm. Uh, scar tissue in my throat. So they stretched my esophagus out, mm-hmm. but I still, I, I felt worse rather than better. I was having stomach cramps, bloating. I still could hardly eat anything. I was eating maybe two meals a day and quickly losing weight without even trying. Finally was diagnosed two years ago with gastroparesis. The prescribed diet for that is low fat and low fiber. I have a background actually in health education and I knew that went against everything I had ever learned. Yeah, I knew that there was no way that that could be good for me over the long term. And so I, I tried. I was struggling, though, because, of course, all those simple carbs, I realized now my blood sugar was going all over the place. Yeah. I knew I had to have nutrient deficiencies. I kept trying to find people who could help me with the diet planning, trying to get some more nutrients in. They say, oh, just drink and ensure or just keep a diet log, that pretty much led me to the conclusion that my only safe vegetables were sweet potatoes, white potatoes, and cooked carrots. You mentioned that, yeah, you even mentioned that when you went out to dinner with your husband, your meal, I mean, he would have his meal, and your meal would be what? A plain baked potato. Right, and this was how many years you did this? How long did you do this? Years I've been doing this. I wasn't even eating dinner with my family at night. Dinner might be some chicken broth or some rice, or I was making some shakes sometimes, some um, non-dairy shakes. Tried elimination diets, did determine that dairy was a problem for me, but 
you know, really did not, it seemed like everywhere I looked, I was just finding more things that I was supposed to be cutting out of my diet. And I wasn't finding anything to help me get more nutrition. I knew I had to have nutrient deficiencies, but. So what I'm hearing is over the 30 years of since the teen of dealing with a lot of these symptoms, and then later on being diagnosed with gastroparesis, you were just building more diagnosis and building more symptoms, yeah. building more symptoms. And then you tried to follow their advice by eating a low carb, high fiber diet. And you felt like instead of, and you went through medical procedures to help with the swallowing problem. And instead of getting better, you got worse over time. Okay. And you said you even went to your rheumatologist and asked him some questions about your gut. And what was the question and what was the answer? Yeah. The previous rheumatologist, the response I got was, you know, I said, isn't there some possibility that this is all connected? I feel like this all goes together and there's a piece of the puzzle missing. And he said, no, this isn't related. Your lupus has been in remission all these years. It's not related at all. Was it even in remission in hindsight when you look at all your symptoms that you had for um, the last few years? I think maybe it wasn't in a full flare, but it was kind of working up just because it wasn't showing positive on the lab work. I mean, yeah. I, really, I look back now and I was popping ibuprofen like it was candy. You had plenty of symptoms. I had joint pains and constant headaches, but I was high functioning. I wasn't considered sick enough to warrant further testing. Okay. So let's fast forward like, you know, eight weeks later, you mm -hmm. know, you've just graduated and completed the program. What are the outcomes that you have now that you haven't had for the last 30 years? What's the difference? Uh, sleep. I sleep and wake up feeling like I'm rested. How long did that take to happen? Gosh, I mean, I did, that has been an issue for years. And within about two weeks of starting the program, I realized I wasn't waking up at 4 a.m. Why? What's, you know, I always ask everybody in yeah. our teaching, in our teaching, in a group teaching, I say, what's the cause? What's the effect, Dr. Chun? It was low blood sugar because I was hardly eating anything in the evenings at all. My blood sugar was dropping. My body thought it was dying. Yes. So I needed to eat something. But now I know if I have some protein before I go to bed that I don't wake up at 4 a.m. And that took two weeks to fix like a 20 year decade problem because it's about blood sugar. Right. Right. And the blood sugar tied into so many of the other issues I was having as well. Exactly. And just you said, so some, well, something very quick that happened was sleep got better. What else got better? Well, through the test that you recommended, I found out that I did have nutrient deficiencies, that mm -hmm. I wasn't absorbing the iron and the B12 in my food, even though I eat meat. For years, yeah. my hemoglobin and my hematocrit have always tested high, but the intracellular levels were not good. And, and you learned what functional values were how to interpret those lab tests accurately, and you learn what caused it to fix the cause. Yes. And right. what forms of iron and B12 I needed to take that would be easier for me to absorb. And within a week, my energy just shot up. It That's huge. Because I remember actually during the program, you had posted that you were able to garden. Yeah. I hadn't done a garden in three years, at least. And I did a little fairy garden with my daughter. And now I, I planted a vegetable garden. You know, the yeah. other thing, I wasn't planting vegetables because I thought I can't eat those. So what's the point? Well, let's talk about what you learned about food and how much that, that has changed. You said when you went out for a fancy dinner with your husband, it was a baked potato plain. What's happened with your diet over, throughout the course of this program? Well, the food mapping was absolutely key in turning around the gastroparesis symptom. Yeah. Um, because I learned that gluten, I was highly reactive, highly intolerant of everything 
gluten and everything dairy. There were a few other ones in there that weren't as a big of a deal to me, but now I know to leave them out. And I can just tell the inflammation has gone down. I'm not having the bloating. I'm not having the stomach cramping. And I had the realization a month ago that I could eat dinner with my family. And of not you eat dinner with your family. I could eat dinner and not be up all night with an upset stomach. That's correct. Within and a few weeks, you found this out. Yeah, it was amazing. And so, and now I've been slowly reintroducing all kinds of cooked vegetables that I wasn't eating before that I'm not having problems with because I don't have that inflammation in my gut anymore. I have a cat here making a showing as usual. <laughs> and then, and so you mentioned recently that you had an anniversary dinner. What were you able to eat? So yeah, just Sunday, I went out with my husband for our anniversary and I ate a huge portion of lemon pepper chicken, a skewer, a vegetable skewer, and then steamed asparagus, which I couldn't have even touched those three months ago. I would have ended up in the bathroom ill. The rest yeah. of the night after eating that. I love this. So more energy, food, you're actually figured out which things, I mean, and would you say you're avoiding more things now or way less things compared oh to before? Way, I mean, I'm eating way more variety than I was before. My daughter just asked me the other day, she said, mom, do you miss dairy and gluten? I said, not as much as I miss onions and garlic and tomatoes. <laughs> I feel like I have flavor back in my food and that thing is enjoyable again. I love that. And the fact of the matter is it's actually based, customized on your data. This isn't right. like a really broad stroke of an elimination diet to say, hey, you got lupus. You're supposed to avoid these 60 things from the planet. Right. This is literally your data, Christina. Absolutely. Okay. And so you're introducing more foods, feeling better. Now, one of the things that you had talked about was also, you mentioned that, because just to recap, we talked about sleep, being able to sleep like a baby by mastering blood sugar, being able to reintroduce a lot more foods and conquer gastroparesis because of food mapping. Right. Okay. Nutrient deficiency was huge. You said within a week of dealing with B12 and iron, energy started to go through the roof. What were some big other linchpin moments for you that made big turnarounds for you in the program? Probably the biggest revelation to me was that the thyroid cysts were not normal. Yeah. What were you told about thyroid cysts? I was told they were normal. That everyone um, has. Everyone has those. And in one of our mastermind calls in your program, in one of the group calls, I mean, I hadn't even mentioned that in the three years since that ultrasound, I had not even mentioned that to any other healthcare professionals because I was told it was normal. Right. And one of the calls, another one of the program participants said something about she had had an ultrasound and she had this, and she had also been told they were normal. And you said, hold on, that's not normal. And I said, what? That was a huge revelation to me. Yeah. That that was a sign of autoimmune attack on the thyroid. It is. People get cysts, goiters, and nodules and thyroid when they have an autoimmune attack on the thyroid. These are not normal findings. We shouldn't be having those abnormal growths, but those are signs that your thyroid's under attack and is trying to protect itself. So this goes to answer the question, which is that it's a group program. And what did you feel? And some people think being in a group program is a minus. I'd like to ask your opinion. How's it like going through this program with a group of people? You know, I was a little, I was a little leery of it at first too. I thought, I don't know about that. Cause you know, thinking about group projects back in school, I was like, oh. <laughs> but it was absolutely, you described it as like a hyper learning environment. And it absolutely was because you're listening in on other people looking at their lab results and you're helping you're helping them interpret their lab results and you just, you absorb the material better because you're seeing over and over and over again, how to interpret those labs. Recognition. But, 
Pattern recognition is key in autoimmune disease and no one's teaching. A lot of times, first of all, doctor, regular doctors aren't trained to see these patterns of how these pieces fit together. But none of, if you're, none of your doctors are being trained in that way, how are you as a patient supposed to recognize and understand that you fit all these patterns and that there's actually things that repeat itself and they can be absolutely treatable and dealable? Right. Right. And to see it in different people over and over again in various ways, all these different patterns. And realize what? you're not alone. That it's, I mean, so many other people are dealing with this and that it's, you know, it's almost unheard of to have just one autoimmune disease. That it is. Just- people don't realize that. When you have one autoimmune disease, you're basically a sitting duck to be diagnosed with a ton of other autoimmune diseases. And only a small fraction of autoimmune diseases actually have blood tests to diagnose them. So the rest of us are walking around with these phantom syndromes that everyone thinks you're nuts or you're crazy or you have anxiety. Mm-hmm. We are not zebras. There are actually classic patterns of autoimmune disease over and over and over again. We're zebras in a conventional medical practice because they don't know how to diagnose all these other symptoms that we have. Right. But now you're learning they're part of a pattern. Right. But at the same time in the group setting, the food mapping, working with Frankie, your nutritionist, was amazing each week to have that dedicated time to pick her brain and get ideas about how to actually take that information and Mm -hmm. practical advice of how to make that work in real life. But it was really interesting to me to see the food mapping results of the other participants to see that they were all different. Yeah, it was. It wasn't a case of everybody was reactive to dairy. Some people didn't have any problems with dairy. All the results were different and it gave me a lot more confidence in the testing. Well, and the interesting thing is, as you saw those people remove those foods for them, what did you see in their outcome? That they were improving just like I was. Exactly. So this isn't a broad breaststroke approach. You have to take food based on data. You got to customize those results for people. And we got to provide the support that's necessary to actually help people make that removal be successful. And in your case, the reintroductions of all these foods successful. Right. 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 I love it. Awesome. So something that we haven't touched on, I'm going to ask about is how you, something you had mentioned to me was something that you have never had in the 30 years of dealing with the lupus was the connection with hormones. Yes. Let's talk about that. What has been your experience like with getting your hormones tested, learning what these results mean and fixing these causes? What has that process been like for you? Well, it was really interesting to see that with the hormone testing, the functional values and the interpretation of them, I realized that my hormones weren't normal either, but they were kind of borderline. I haven't had to start taking hormones. Doesn't mean everybody has to take hormones, but the other issues I was having with the blood sugar and the nutrient deficiencies is helping to balance. They're all connected and they're helping to balance the hormones out. So getting more sleep. Naturally through this process. So what have you noticed with hormonal changes? Um, have changed. I'm starting to have more energy during the second half of my cycle. I would have these huge, huge energy drops and the sleep would get even worse. And it's, I'm, I haven't experienced that this month. I haven't had that huge energy drop that I would have. Well, now um, you know it's associated with low progesterone during that time of the month. And estrogen and, dominance in my case that's too. correct. Look at you. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was, wow. <laughs> I mean, when I was a teenager, I used to have horrible cramps that were worse than childbirth. Mm -hmm. And they were just like, yeah, sorry, that sucks. But (laughs) like, I just had to put up with that as a woman that it just came 
with the jeans. And I had right. no idea that wasn't normal to have cramps every month. Exactly. So many hormonal symptoms that we've lived with and people don't realize an autoimmune disease, the ovaries is frequently a silent victim of autoimmune attack as well. So many of us, I mean, you've seen all these hormone patterns with people in our group. How many of us have hormone problems because of our autoimmune disease? Just about everybody. Just about everybody. And there are certain patterns that are really common in autoimmune disease. And you saw us troubleshoot that through, through that with people. And these are like life-changing things. When your hormones get balanced, I mean, how big was it to get your sleep turned around? Huge. How big is it for the second half of every month to have energy? Huge. These are life-changing things because you understand how these pieces fit together. Yes. So I have a question. Some people think that we put the best people on, you know, we put a superstar on our interviews. So I'm going to ask you, you've been sitting here watching the outcomes that other people have been experiencing. Are you a superstar? What are your outcomes relative to what other people in the program that you're seeing that, that are experiencing outcomes? What have you seen yourself? You could absolutely ask every single one of your graduates because they're all getting great results and their lives are being changed addressing these issues from someone who actually believes the symptoms and believes that, you know, that you can find a cause. There is a cause. There's always a cause. I had been told so many times, well, you know, you've had lupus for over 30 years and, you know, it's just going to start doing some damage to your body. It's going to start taking a toll and that's just how it is. You know, I want to ask you something because there's a lot of people that are sitting on the fence always with, and they spend, I mean, you spent the first 30 years of lupus. I mean, you were, you were trying to be an advocate, but my question, your own advocate, but my question was what really propelled you to finally make a decision to do something, to join the program, to do something dramatically different, to get a different outcome. What was the, what pushed you to cross that bridge of fear based, you know, a lot of people sit in research for years and years and years. What right. do you think pushed you forward? Well, I mean, I, uh, first I had a worsening of symptoms just in the last six months before I joined your program. I was getting to the point I couldn't even fix dinner for my family because I was getting dizzy and I was getting heart palpitations. And I just thought, this is ridiculous. My kids had to take me out of Walmart one day and take me to the car because I almost passed out. And it was about that time that I found your program. I found your Facebook page. You actually hadn't started the online program just yet. You started a few months later, but I was you were doing all these Facebook live videos and I was totally stalking you. And, you so, and, <laughs> and when, I heard, when I heard your story, I think it was hearing yeah. your story, knowing that you had gone through the same experience. I thought, oh my gosh, she gets it. Mm-hmm. She understands. And so yeah. I kept going through your videos and I was trying to take information from the videos and, you know, trying to push to get different testing done and, and trying to see if I could use that information. But It was just, you know, I felt like, okay, there's still something missing. There's still a piece of the puzzle missing. And when I decided to go ahead and and join the online program, at first I thought, oh, I don't know about this. This is a big commitment. Mm -hmm. But I talked to my husband about it. And my husband said, of course, of course, I don't care if you join this program. I don't care about you spending the money. It'll make you feel better. And I just had such peace. Yeah. This was where I was supposed to be. For me, I look at the outcomes that you wanted, you know, and to me, these are big outcomes that you're talking about. And these big outcomes don't happen without, honestly, from every one of our graduates, a huge commitment. And I mean, you, you know, watching everybody through the program, how committed they are, yes. how much time they're investing into this, how resourceful they are, how they're accessing every resource that we're giving them. 
and their partners are also, I mean, the, the most support, we've seen the most supportive spouses uh, and partners of people that are in the program that have partners. Some of them are on the calls with them. Some of them, <laughs> Jason can't answer the phone, but can't ask the question right now, but I'm going to ask for, Julie was asking for Jason. It's just amazing to actually see partners uh, do this uh, program together and support that. And I remember when Kathy was to the program, her husband, Alex, is a family physician, and he was always next to her on the mastermind calls. <laughs> and it was great having other doctors. And we actually have quite a bit of nurses, physical therapists, physicians who've been through our uh, physician assistants who've been through our program. So it's been great actually being able to integrate other healthcare providers into learning of this functional approach to autoimmune disease. Now, you told me right before this call started that this has changed the way things have gone for your kids. You mentioned that it's opened your eyes because this whole link with autoimmune disease and how we pass it to our children. Yeah. What have you done differently with your kids to affect their outcomes? I actually went and pushed during their yearly physicals to have their thyroid tested because I also through the course of this and telling my family about my experience, found out that thyroid issues were rampant on both sides of my family. Yeah. Um, because autoimmune disease is rampantly spread from one generation to the next. And I knew this that they're about the age when I started having issues. And so their healthcare provider was very open to going ahead and testing their TSH. And then I went ahead and on my own, I, I learned how to order the antibody test. So I went and tested their antibodies. And I know that this is something that going forward, we'll be keeping a closer eye on. So hopefully yeah. they won't. So here's the deal. You didn't just kill, like for those of you who haven't watched the online training that I give, there's a free online training that I give on what is the paradigm shift in healing autoimmune disease naturally. And if you go to the website, healingautoimmunediseasenaturally.com, you can just register for the free training. But in there, one of the things I talk about is, is that there's a whole analogy I give about why autoimmune diseases like Godzilla going into town, destroying all these different targets and doctors just chase the targets instead of focusing on killing Godzilla. So what I love the fact is, is that like in you, you have actually killed, like you have reversed all the things that feed Godzilla. And so every, all these symptoms that you didn't think was going to get better is getting better. But what warms my heart the most too, is seeing Hunter and your other kids being on these calls with you and they're listening in the background, sometimes making little snarky comments (laughs) or killing spiders. (laughs) Remember that one? Yes. Yes. It was, it's very fascinating that one of the things that you're able to do now is you're able to kill Godzilla while he's an an egg and neonate in as a baby. I mean, what's more powerful trying to kill Godzilla while he's a big beast running around destroying targets or while he's a baby in the womb. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So interesting. Both your kids already have abnormal thyroid testing. So what you're doing is incredibly powerful. You literally have saved their life and prevented any of these diagnoses by doing this, not just for yourself, but for your children as well. Absolutely. I love this. Well, I want to ask you something. If there's um, a lot of people that don't know anything about being able to do an eight-week online program to actually learn all these concepts of how these pieces fit together. What would you say to somebody out there who's really on the fence, who's like saying, I'm going to go research more. I don't know if this is the right thing. Is there a better way of dealing with this? What would you say for them? What is your advice to them? Because you were in that boat 10 weeks ago. Yeah, I would say there's absolutely no other place you're going to go where you get to spend over two hours a week with your doctor talking to them and picking their brain. There's nowhere else you're going to go and have over two hours a week with a functional nutritionist that you're going to be able to show her your food logs and you're going to be able to get feedback. And I mean, just when I told my, my husband everything that you guys offered, he just couldn't believe it. That's what it takes to get outcome. 
everything that it takes to get outcome, we're going to provide. Yes. And that's what it takes. I've never had the opportunity to just, you know, pick a healthcare provider's brain this much. (laughs) (laughs) And, And you just get so much, I mean, so much time. And that group setting, people ask questions that you would have never thought of yourself. Yeah, that's why I call it hyperlearning because there are things you didn't even think about asking, like the thyroid cyst thing that we just talked about. Everybody is lighting up. Everybody's like, oh my God, thyroid cysts are not normal. No, they're not normal. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So that, that what you're saying is that the, the amount of learning that you had, that was structured that you had throughout, and then also the ability to actually have our time, live time with me and with Frankie is something that was in such a, in huge abundance during the eight weeks. Yeah. And that's something you can't find anywhere else. And in the online Facebook community, I still, I, you know, we're in an alumni group now where we can still support each other and cheer each other on and share recipes and share ideas. And I still have access to all the information that you gave. So I can keep going back and I can keep reading over it and refreshing my memory when I get new tests done. Absolutely. And how often are we adding new videos to that archive? Huge. We keep adding more and more material that you're continuing to be able to access. I love it. Awesome. Well, I want to really say thank you. I really appreciate from the bottom of my heart how generous you've been with sharing your experience in the program and in helping people cross that bridge of fear who don't know, who don't know what it's like to actually go through this process. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad to share my experience with other people if it's going to help someone else out. Thank you, Christina. And so for those of you who, who are, um, haven't watched the online training, you can go to healingautoimmunediseasenaturally.com and watch the free training about the paradigm shifts we're making in autoimmune disease. If you haven't joined the Facebook group, please join our Facebook group for Healing Autoimmune Disease Naturally. Search that same term and you can join the Facebook group. We're going live in that group. We're providing resources, experiences, and it's also a community where people can share their autoimmune experiences as well. So join the Facebook group. Watch the online training, and I'm so thankful that we, and you know what? Maybe we should put a graduate, every single graduate on every week. Christina, (laughs) I'll take your advice on that one. How many of you volunteers tribute? (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for your support in raising awareness and sharing this. To learn more about our program, visit drmaggieu.com forward slash talk.